All right. BF Show, Season 2, Episode 2. Um, big opening show last week. I like what we covered there. This week, we're going to be giving you a lot of fantasy football, some more prop bets to bet on the future in the NFL, little baseball talk, and um, let's start with the baseball talk right away. Chaz, the trade deadline is roughly a week away. What do you want to see happen? Yeah, it's, it's uh, was the funnest time of the year. It's where uh, World Series contenders either make or break their season. Um, if you look at the last couple of years of World Series winners, you saw that they all made a big trade at the deadline. Um, last year, the Red Sox with Evaldi. The year before that, the Astros traded for Verlander. Um, the year before that, the Cubs got Chapman. So it's usually an arm. And, uh, I mean, at least for, for, my, for my team, uh, I need the Phillies to go sign a pitcher and a starting pitcher. See them go get either Zach Grank or Marcus Stroman. Um, top, of a, top of the rotation guy that, that you know can pitch big innings for you and that you can have confidence throwing in a playoff game, whether it's a wild card or a first-round matchup. Um, the Phillies are right in the thick of things with right in the wild card race. Uh, Atlanta's pulling away a little bit in the division, but the Phillies are only a half game out of the wild card. I think they got to go for it. They put too much into it this offseason. I think uh, I think they they got to make a splash and go get an arm. So, I know Granky comes with a lot of money, but you wouldn't have to give up that that many prospects because you're taking on that contract. Um, so I think either him or Stroman, and to to make them, you know, a really a real threat in the NL. Yeah, that's what they need. Um, as a Yankee fan, on the same way, I think they need an arm. There's obviously the Yankees do not need another bat right now. They just need a couple more guys healthy. Um, I'm not to get greedy. That arm I wanted was Max Scherzer, but Washington has clearly turned their season around, and I don't think he's on the block anymore. But I'm with you. My top guy right now would be Marcus Stroman. Huge fan of his. Love the way he pitches. I think he could fit well in New York, and I think he's a perfect guy, perfect arm the Yankees need right now to put them over the top. Um, their only issue is out in the NL, and that's the Dodgers because their pitching is unbelievable. And as good as the Yankees hitting is, it's questionable if they can keep up with that pitching, if any team can. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty insane rotation. Uh, they were they were in Philly last week. I got to see Kershaw and Bueller throw, and although Bueller didn't throw his best game, he only had a few bad innings and settled down. Kershaw was Kershaw, and then you also have, you know, the dude who started the All-Star game were you, and then you, you add in Kenta Maeda and Ross and uh, Stripling. I mean, that one through five is really, really good, considering their five is Stripling, and he was an All-Star just one year ago. Yeah, there are guys that can be aces on almost any team, and I know last week's show, I'm still very high on my Yankees this year as a favorite, but Kind of took a step back on Monday and, like, really re-looked at the Dodgers and realized how talented they are pitching-wise. Very solid lineup, top to bottom. And 
team that's made the World Series the past two years might just be about due to win one. Yeah, I mean, if, it, if, if it's going to happen, it's definitely going to be this year. Uh, they're a very, very complete team. The only, the only thing they lack right now is, is the bullpen. Um, their bullpen is good, but it could definitely get better. And I fully expect them to go out and and trade for a closer or a uh, high leverage late inning guy. Yeah, I imagine them to make a move too. They're in contention. Um, team, I'm curious on in your division, a team you seem to know pretty well. So if the Atlanta Braves could do anything, what should they do? Well, once again, I mean, they just went out and signed Dallas Keuchel, so they addressed that starting pitching. Um, that lineup is that lineup is fine. So they're another team that if they were to go out um, and make a trade, I think it's going to be a bullpen piece as well. They're they're getting quality innings from from uh, from young guys, their starters. Um, they're getting production from young bats like Austin Riley, who's probably going to win Rookie of the Year in the NL. Um, I mean, their one rookie arm who's uh, like 20 or 21, uh, Sirocco, is an all-star this year. Um, so I would definitely say a, a bullpen piece, just like the Dodgers, whether it's a closer or um, or a late-inning guy. Although I did see that they were also interested in Zach Granke. So when you're, when you're in a spot like the Braves, you can always – you're always going to want to get better because you know that you're in a very good spot to, to make a run. So even though their rotation, their starting rotation is good, they'll still look to add pieces to make it even better. But I think the biggest need right now for that team is, is the bullpen. Yeah, that's – I agree with that. Um, they're young. This team's going to – they're going to win a World Series eventually. Unfortunately, they think it's too much of a powerhouse of – the Dodgers and the Yankees that they had to get by, but this team is so young and so good already that I think eventually down the road we'll see this team on top. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you if you look at their their lineup, it's it's incredibly young and it's 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 scary. Um, they're they're a couple of good arms that they got are really young and. I mean, Ronald Acuna, Ozzy Alves, like they're both in twenties, early twenties. Um, Austin Riley, early twenties. Like Freddie Freeman, just as the ageless goat, like guy that just doesn't stop. It's it's incredible. You have Danzy Swanson, who is a monster. <laughs> like the, the team is the team is just very very good and I mean at some point they're going to have to pay him all but that's that's not for probably another couple of years I mean yeah it's going to be a very interesting week in baseball and it's going to bring us a lot to talk about on next week's show when we're really right around the deadline time but it's already starting to heat up now so I'm going to the anxious wind yard so help the bet there <laughs> 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 you go nice but, uh, yeah, next week's show is going to be very interesting. There's, I'm sure we're going to be a few trades, some bigger ones, in by next week, and then deadline will be two days away at that point. Rumors will really be flying around then. 
Um, but your World Series picks that still sticking the same right now. Still sticking until until there are moves made. Yep. Do the Phillies make the playoffs? Yeah, I said it. I said it a couple couple months ago. Um, I'm gonna stick with it. I think. I, I think they. I think they add something at the deadline. Uh, I think there's. I think there's a little pre- there's pressure on on them, and I think they they go make a move. And I don't. They're not going to win the East. I don't think the Braves are just too good. I think they get in that wild card game. Um, and hey, if you if you get in, anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. You literally just have to get in. I do think. I mean, they're only a game behind Washington right now in that second spot in that division. When it's all said and done, I think the Phillies are a better team. They're going to find a way to be better than them. Their issue, I think, is to come from the Central, whether Milwaukee and St. Louis could keep up pace and maybe rob both those wild card spots. Um, but I still like Philly and Milwaukee to be seeing each other in that game this year. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. And then if if they do get if they do get that game, they'll be playing to play the Dodgers most likely in the first round. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your that, person. That'll, that'll be yeah. fun. That's your person. Hey, I just want to see a playoff game at, at CBP. I'd so, imagine they're ready for that. Yeah, it's been it's been a little too long. I'm on the World Series or bus train for the Yanks this year. Oh, you should be. They're, mm-hmm. they're primed. They're in a good spot to, to get there and win it. Anything less is a bad year. See, I should being a Yankee fan. <laughs> it's a good oh, problem to have. Yeah, not a bad one. All right. We last week went over every NFL team. So we did their over, under, and wins. And some of those numbers changed already. But, I mean, did a lot. This week's show, we're going to focus more on the – fantasy aspect of it. Um, probably go through rankings at each position. Let us know. We'll throw you a couple sleepers, maybe some rookies we think could play well. Um, we'll start at the top, though, with the quarterback position. I think me and you are both going to have the same number one quarterback. It's got to be Patrick Mahomes again. Yeah. Uh, it has to be because we haven't – we have no – Reason to think otherwise. I mean, he, he put up video game numbers last year, and he does it all. He does it with his legs. He does it with his arm. He makes throws left-handed. I mean, this dude's something else. So until teams can f- show that they can stop him, um, you you got to have him as your number one. Yeah, I mean, I'm – I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I he's he's not throwing 50 touchdowns again. I'm not expecting it. Can he? He maybe can improve me wrong. I'm not expecting 50. I'll still take over 40 from him this year. I mean, yeah. still has Kelsey, Tyreek Hill still gonna be on that field. He's gonna be fine. He'll be able to put up very strong numbers. Uh, I think it gets interesting. Quarterback that you want to stay away from this year. Uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I feel the same way about him. Not touching him. Yeah, I feel the same way. I do not want to go his way at all. I am also not high. You 
I don't know if he's ranked that high, but I'm on ESPN right now. They have him ranked as the number seven quarterback, and that's Baker Mayfield. I think that's a little too much. Um, I'm sure I'll find a way to throw for 25-plus touchdowns again, but I think you can find seven or eight better fantasy quarterbacks than you will in Baker. I, I, I don't think you have to reach for him. No, I don't either, and I know people will because – it's it, it's the hype. It's the hype. it is, and and that's what a lot of people will will take him at seven because they got Odell and because they've Jarvis. And don't get me wrong, that's a f- absolutely filthy duo. But they also they run the ball a lot, and they got two really good running backs. One that's suspended for eight weeks, but. Nick Chubb was a monster last year. Um, and then come week nine, they get Kareem Hunt back. Like, this, that team's going to be running the football. And, um, you know, when it's it's uh, even workload between running and throwing the football, you want to, for fantasy purposes, you want to take the guy like Big Ben where you know he's going to throw the ball 50 times and they're going to run the ball 15 times. Yeah rather than Baker, who throws the ball 30 times and they run the ball 20 times. Yeah, exactly. You know, you want the guy. You want to play safe. You want a guy to give a chance to throw the ball 45, 50 times because that's always to give you a chance for a monstrous game. Even if they do throw two interceptions, there's still a chance for three touchdown, 350 yards in those games every time. Um, quarterback, you're sleeping on. Um, I don't know if I would call it sleeping, but because we didn't get the chance to see him last year. Um, but Jimmy G, uh, I'm, I wouldn't, I'm not saying he's going to be a top five guy, um, but I think he's going to put up some, some good numbers in San Fran this year. Um, he's finally healthy and I know people were expecting big things from him last year. But obviously he got hurt. I think he's going to come back and have a little chip on his shoulder to prove people that he was worth the contract and that he can lead an organization. So I'm, you know, for for QB two or even a late as a QB one, I'm I would be definitely <laughs> comfortable with Jimmy G. Yeah, uh, my guy was a near MVP a few years ago before not being nearly the same fantasy relevance, but addition of Antonio Brown, I like Derek Carr this year. I mean, single quarterback league, he's not your guy, but I don't think two quarterback league, I don't think he's the worst second option to have. Addition of Antonio Brown, I think is really going to help this guy at quarterback. And I mean, he's probably not back to his near MVP numbers, but I think we're going to, See close to a thirty touchdown season from Derek Carr for the first time since then. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, he's he can definitely be get back to that old that old Derek Carr that we saw. Um, uh, obviously, when you add Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers in the league, that'll definitely help. Um, I'm I don't hate him this year. I don't. I'm not. I don't say I love him, but I would be comfortable with him. Um. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely be comfortable with him. Yeah. 
All right, we'll shift gears now. Get onto the running back position. Get into the skill positions that everybody's really going to be digging deep for. Um, the consensus number one that seems to be in almost every draft this year will be Saquon, I believe. Is that your? I I don't see it any different. I'll be the first person in any fantasy draft if I happen to have the first pick. It's going that way. Yeah, I'm taking Saquon. Next running back, he was actually the only guy I would consider taking over Saquon, but I won't do it when it's all said and done. Is I'm expecting a big year from Zeke. Always do, and it hasn't been proved different yet. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're getting with Zeke. You know that offense. You know what he's capable of doing. Um, and unless he gets hurt, you know that you're getting, you know, that 15 to 20 points a week. And that's that's almost a guarantee. He's puts up 12 touchdowns a, a year. Um, and, I mean, he's just a beast. It's, yeah. a, it's a safe pick that you know you're going to get production from because they they run the ball so much. And the other big thing is, too, like he is going to run the ball a lot. But last season, he caught the ball 77 times, which is something he's first few years that I don't think he's come close to that number. I don't think he's even had more than 60 receptions in a season. But he came out with 77 receptions last year, and – you know, you add that in the PPR factor, and that's the reason why he's able to actually be up there with Saquon and Christian McCaffrey, even in PPR leagues. And he's got a chance to lead the NFL in rushing every year. He's got the best chance to lead the NFL in rushing yards every year. And you add those receptions to it, and it's such a deadly weapon. Yeah, that's definitely something he did not do. Um, you know, his first his rookie year. Let's catch the football. Um, 77 catches, a lot of damn catches for a running back. And in PPR leagues, obviously, that was his that was his one downfall in PPR leagues is they didn't catch the football that much. And now he's catching it 77 times. And, you know, that makes him way more appealing. So, he's – so, yeah, I think Saquon and Zeke are definitely the number one and two. Yeah. And we're almost getting – to this point in the NFL where there is still a lot of dual backs, but I think we're seeing a lot more do everything backs in the NFL this year than we have in the past, I'd say, nine, ten years. So I'm looking at this list right now, and I can read off these first, like, 11, 12 names, and I don't mind. I'm happy with any of these guys on my team, I think. And that's Saquon Z, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Todd Gurley, James Conner, Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. I'm happy with all that. Yeah, I mean, except Dalvin Cook, I don't trust him. I think this this season, I think the running back position is going to be deeper than it has been in the last couple of years. Um, just by the way the teams have just change their identity um, and, you know, different running backs going to different places. I think there's a lot of running backs on this list that I would be comfortable with being my RB1. 
Um, and in years past, I can't say that, you know, there was maybe five that I would be comfortable with this year. Yeah. I think there's at, at least probably at least 10. Yeah. And that's I, not, that's not been the case the last couple of years. I agree. And it's, it definitely hasn't been the case. I've been a guy that, you know, unless I'm, Getting the top three picks, the top three running back. I almost refused to pick a running back in the first round because I didn't trust them enough. But the running back class this year, no matter where I'm picking, I'm pretty confident I get a guy I want at running back. Um, that top 12 I read to you, Dalvin Cook's the only one that scares me just because I, I need to see him have a full season. Yeah. And – He's shown plenty of flashes. We've seen the flashes, but I need to see a full season out of him. Yeah, and that's um, that's and that's the pick that when you make this year, if you're taking Dalvin Cook, it's because you didn't get anyone else, and you're just you're banking on him coming back healthy and producing like he did his rookie year. What are your thoughts on Devontae Freeman this year in Atlanta? Now that Tubman Coleman's gone too, so. I've never been a Devontae Freeman fan. Last year, I was like the anti-Devontae Freeman. Um, wouldn't touch him even in like the fourth round if it was there. Uh, I remember I remember Adam drafted him and Seven Coleman in our yep. league and played both of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so with uh, Gio Bernard and <laughs> I don't know why he's got this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting strategy. <laughs> He's got this strategy where he just drive both the teams running backs and play them both. And then he wonders why he comes in last. And week. why he's never made the playoffs. <laughs> it's incredible. It's, but, it's, so, yeah. So, was was the biggest anti-Devontae Freeman guy last year. This year, I am, I, I'm on, I'm on the Devontae train. Um. I not, not, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be the best running back in the league, but I think the departure of Tevin Coleman, I think, is going to play a huge factor. I think, I know it's hard to predict injuries, but I think Devontae Freeman is actually going to play most of the season, if not all of it. And I think he's going to produce because Atlanta is a high-powered offense. Um, so I'm definitely – I'm very interested in Devontae Freeman this year, and I think everyone else should be too. Yeah. Um, I used to. A few years ago, I actually was a big Devontae Freeman guy. He's found himself on a couple of my teams. I never reached for him, but he's fell to me in a couple of drafts, you know, late second rounds, whenever they were, and I grabbed him. I never really gave me the numbers I asked for. It turned me against him, but. I'm with you here. I think he's very hard to stay away from this year. Um, ESPN has him ranked right now, 13th ranked running back. And, I mean, I'm taking him over Dalvin Cook and might be a couple others on this list I would take him over. But he's one that I definitely consider. If he does fall to me, you know, mid to late second round, I'm definitely going to take it again. I've done it past couple years, but I think that's about right. You got a late second round pick. He's still there. There might, 
I think it's worth the grab. It's definitely worth the grab. And he wasn't last year. He wasn't worth the grab last year. But this year, he's, if he's there, he'll find his, he'll find, he'll find his way on, on you as a post. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite running backs this year. To be honest, I don't even know if he's my favorite running back. But I have him kept, and now I'm just – thinking he has a chance to really break out. Looks like he was breaking out in his rookie year last year before his injury. That's Kerry on Johnson in Detroit. Yeah, I mean. Because that team seems like nothing. That team has nothing going for them, and I think they're just kind of going to – I mean, he catch you out of the backfield, but I think they're just going to feed him a lot. They really – I can't see them having much of an offense going on. That doesn't involve him getting a lot of touches, though. Yeah, and when they're playing from behind, he's 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 a PPR beast. Mm-hmm. So he, he can do it all. He can you know, he can run for over hundred yards in a game. He can receive have a hundred yards receiving in a game. Um, and that's kind of what this league's turning into. Like we said, you're seeing a lot more running backs be able to catch the football at the backfield. And he's another one of those guys. And when you know you have a team like the Lions who might only run the ball 10 times a game. You need a running back that one can take advantage of those 10 carries and then also be able to catch the football because when they're trailing, you want that guy that's in the backfield and that's carry on. How high are you on Mark Ingram? <laughs> um, I don't know what round, but he is going to touch the football a lot. Like, ESPN has him ranked 25th, and he's definitely better than the 25th pass oh, this yeah, year, right? 100%, definitely. 100%. <laughs> um, he, he might – I would – if I had to guess, he would – he might get like 13, 14 carries a game. I, I can see that. I mean, and, and if he gets 13, 14 carries a They're going to be a run-heavy offense without a doubt. And, yeah. He's a guy that could take a load like that. I would actually take over 13, 14 carries a game from Ingram, but we'll see how they use him. Yeah, I mean, in, in the beginning of the year, I think it might be 13 to 14, and then if if he comes out and just, you know, is balling out and takes advantage of his 13 to 14, then he will be, he will be you know, the guy, and he'll be over he'll have close to 20 a game. Um. Are you fading Philip Lindsay this year? So I think I am. Yeah, I have. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck the Broncos. <laughs> exactly. You got <laughs> trash. I got. I have to trash the Broncos once a fucking week on this thing. Yeah. But I'm fading Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he was a beast for me last year. Don't get me wrong, but I, but yeah. he he came out of nowhere. I think teams now once you know they had a whole year to, to study him. I think. It's not a surprise anymore. Um, right. They're they're going to be able to figure out how to stop a you know a little. Although they do have Joe Flacco, the checkdown king. So his I don't know what his total catches are this year, but it might be worth looking into. Yeah, he had thirty five catches last year. Yeah, he might he might so go over, over that. forty. Yeah, is he, possible. He might go over that because Joe yeah. Flacco. That's all he does. 
I mean, he ran for 5.4 yards a carry last year, and I just see that. That's just number not got, happening. Yeah, that number just has to go down. That's just simply not happening. It has to. Uh, all right, now the biggest questions have just popped up in front of my face. What's New England running back, Sony Michelle or James White? Well, Sony Michelle's hurt right now, um, which is interesting. But he – James White is like last year he was so good in PPR leagues. He had like ten catches yeah. a game. Like he, it's a safe bet he's gonna get over seventy five catches usually. Yeah. In this season. Um Sony Michelle is I mean he he's looked so good and he's taken advantage of his opportunities. All, and he just was pumping touchdowns last year. He was going over for 100 yards because the Patriots ran the ball way more last year than maybe ever in the Brady era. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, Brady's another year older. Does that mean they run the ball even more this year? Um, if they do, I would probably say Sonny Michelle. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. He's a better runner, but – there really are going to be a true split because you know James White's to be on the field for passing downs. But oh yeah, Michelle, like you said, he proved last year that he's very much capable of going over a hundred yards almost every time they're on the field. And you know, if he find a way to get ten, eleven rushing touchdowns this year, then yeah, I think he is the better pick. But it all depends on. What New England team we see? Are we going to see a New England team that's blowing teams out, running the clock? Or are you going to see the New England team that gets in one of those random shootouts against any other team? And Brady's going for 350 and 300 again. Yeah, it, it really depends. Like, it's The Patriots are a weird team now. But at the end of the day, they win. But, like, you know, they had to – Last year, the, the, that game against the Bears just comes up. Like, yep. uh, in Chicago, they, they were like eight point favorites and they barely squeak it out. Um, and But then they go win the Super Bowl. Like, it's. That's it's New crazy. England. It's New England stuff. That's New England. All right. Now they go on to the wide receiver position. And I think this position's interesting this year. I think it's actually very interesting. Um, I'll tell you right now, I believe my, my number one's DeAndre Hopkins. But I think this one is we're going to hear the – I think you'll hear more different answers on people's number one opinion at this position than the other one. Yeah, I think there's like probably five, probably five people that you could make a legitimate case for saying that he's the number one fantasy wide receiver. Yeah, there definitely is. I mean, ESPN rankings is you got Devontae's one, DeAndre Hopkins two, Michael Thomas three, Julio four, Odell five, Tyreek Hill six, AB seven, Juju eight, Keenan Allen nine, Mike Evans ten. Interesting. Keenan Allen nine is nuts. That's wild. (laughs) That really is. He's such a beast. I mean, I'm I'm happy with all those guys. 
Um, personally, my top five would actually probably be DeAndre Hopkins one. Uh, I like Michael Thomas two. I keep Devontae at three. Julio's at four. And I'm very high on Juju this year. He would like Ben rounding out my top five at the quarterback spot. I'm gonna throw another stealer in there to round out the top five in the receiver spot. Yeah, I think if you have Big Ben in your top five, Juju's gotta be in your top five as well. Um This is probably the first year in how many years that Antonio Brown isn't gonna be in the top five. Which is wild. I was thinking that as I was doing it because I almost said Antonio Brown just because I feel like he needs to be there. But, yeah, I mean, the quarterback, you don't know. I still, like I said, I actually like Derek Carr this year, especially two quarterback leagues. I don't think he's a bad second guy to have. But the fact that, yeah, Antonio Brown, who has had years – in the past where we've been questioning the running back position, he's been the number one pick in drafts is probably not a top five receiver going into this season. Fantasy wise. That's, that's nuts. Um, I think my, my top five would be Hopkins one, Devonte Adams, two, Michael Thomas, three, Julio four, and Juju five. Yeah. We're, Pretty similar. I think we got the same thing, just a different order. Um, No Odell. No Odell. No AB. No Tyreek. That was my next one, too. No Tyreek Hill, who's got the guy that could lead the NFL in touchdown passes again, throwing in the ball. But I just don't know. Yeah, and Uh, he's. he's, uh, Now, I saw that the. The Chiefs might try and trade him now because of uh, contract extension or something. Like, right. I think it's got to deal with his uh, off the field issues. Yeah, apparently not getting suspended. I don't think the Chiefs could trade him though. So all of a sudden you're just starting to trade away all your weapons, and then what? They do got a very good quarterback, but yeah. Agent Green is all the way down to the 15th ranked receiver this year. That is <laughs> – that's so wild. I think that says a lot about the Bengals and Andy Dalton this year. Yeah, the Bengals aren't going to be good, but I think A.J. Green is better than the 15th receiver this year. I agree. I have him. I think if you get him as the 15th receiver, it's an absolute steal. I mean – 11, 12, 13, and 14, those receivers listed. I think I'd take A.J. Green before. T.Y. Hilton's 11. I might take T.Y. over A.J. Green. Not sure. Amari Cooper's 12. Elements 13. Adam Thielen's 14. I'm taking A.J. Green over all three of those guys. Yeah. A.J. Green's just well, – he's another one of those guys that's just consistent. You know, you're getting with him. He's had Dalton throwing him the ball every year. And every year he's he's been a, he's been a pro bowler when he stayed healthy. Yeah, I mean he's if he stays healthy, like you said, he's pretty much guaranteed to go for about twelve hundred yards and close to hundred catches. Yeah, no matter how good or bad that team is. Yeah, they could be the worst team in the NFL. But he'll he'll be balling out. Well, not it'll be doing his thing. He'll be consistent. 
I think he'll be very consistent. Um, Receiver, you're fading this year. Um, like a one of a top guy. Yeah, close to a top guy. You would think they'll be like top twenty fantasy rank. Um, I would. I don't know. Something just tells me Adam Thielen. Um, I don't know. He's he's been unheard of the last two years. I think he comes back to life this year. Um, I think. Uh, I know Kirk Cousins has, well, Kirk Cousins last year and Keenum the year before have just been targeting him and Diggs. Um, I don't know. I'm not. Obviously, if he's there late and I have to take him, I'll take him, but I'm not going to be taking him. I'm not going to be overpicking on him, let's say. Yeah, and I actually feel the same way. And it's not even as much a shot as Adam Thielen as it is me taking a shot at Kirk Cousins, probably. Yeah. It's just a guy I don't trust, never really liked enough. Um, But, yeah. Viking receivers because of the quarterback I struggle to take, but Adam Thielen, I think I take Stephon Diggs before I take Thielen this year, and that's just based off gut instinct. Yeah, I mean, Diggs last year was a monster. Yeah, very good season. Both had very good seasons. Um, yeah. I mean, Thielen, 113, almost a little under 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns. Stephon Diggs, 102, a little over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns. Very good numbers, but I think Diggs has a much better shot at actually repeating those numbers. And I think it's a little more realistic than Adam Thielen repeating 113, almost 1,400-yard season. Yeah, I'm not saying Thielen's going to be horrible this year. I'm just think, I think he's going to come back to life. Like, he ain't going to have, like you said, one, 113 and 1,400. Like, that's – you know, if he has 95 and – 1100. Like, I think that's way more realistic. Yep. Which is still a very good season. Um, but he's not going to repeat the last two seasons. Okay. This is where things get interesting. So I almost don't want to give you too much information because we have too many fantasy leagues together now. I don't know. But one thing I will say, because I ought to tell the people this, is Nikeel Harry, the rookie wide receiver for New England. I think is my favorite sleeper pick of any position in this draft. I mean, hey, it's a it's a New England receiver. Yeah, I am ready to reach for this guy in rounds that probably will surprise some of you. Very interesting, but we'll see when he goes and how my drafts going. But if the timing's right and I'm liking the way my team's looking. I think I'm going to take him a lot earlier than what people are expecting. I mean, it's – they lost Gronk. They they need another – and they lost Hogan. They they need other people to catch football. Yeah, I was actually really hoping that when the Giants actually trade up late in that first round of the draft this year – for pick 27, 28, whenever it was, only a few picks before Harry was actually taken by New England. I was kind of hoping that's why the Giants traded up. Get that replacement after trading away Odell. And 
turned out it wasn't really let me down, but then again, what hasn't this all season? Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. All right. Um, tight ends. Travis Kelsey got to be one now that Grom's gone. Yeah. I mean that. Him and, him and Ertz. Him and Ertz got to be one and two. Yeah. Um, trust Kelsey a little more. Like Ertz a lot. It's George Kittle repeat. I, I want to say no, but I think he does. I think not. Uh, not a, he put up ridiculous numbers last year. I don't know if he puts up those numbers again, but I think he's. I think he's a top four tight end this year. I do, I do agree with that. Um, personally, after Kelsey and Ertz, I think he actually is my next favorite tight end. It's a real shame Dan could probably keep him. I think he has to. I don't know if he is. Who else does he have? Baker. Oh, fuck Baker. I'm fading Baker. <laughs> they talk shit on the Giants, too. Now I had to. Um, yeah. Evan Ingram, OJ Howard. Two guys that I always like and want to draft every year, and I feel like you don't know where they get from them yet, though. Yeah. I mean, the tight end position is. It's Kelsey and Ertz in the tier one. I think it's Kittle in tier two, and then everyone else after that is kind of a good luck, kind of a wild card. Yeah. Yeah, you think my guy Ebron could go for thirteen touchdowns again? Uh, could he? Yes, because he has Andrew Luck throwing the ball. Will he? Ah, that I don't know. I mean. It really is interesting, the tight end position. This, And I think the tight ends, honestly, kind of kicks. If you have a tight end that you can rely on for 15 to 20 points every week, that goes a long way. Goes a long way, but they're hard to find, hard to come by. And, you know, I look at this list, and like you said, we there's the top three guys that I love, and everyone else – I mean, guys who seen flashes from, but they're not to get the consistency. I don't think you do. I mean, you got the Joku, Evan Ingram, OJ Howard we talked about. If Hunter Henry can stay healthy, can he go back to his old ways? Which has been very good. Jared Cook in New Orleans, something I keep my eye on too. Oh, yeah. They love their tight ends, though. That they do, but. It's all a crapshoot. Greg Olson down at 15th ranked. It's just because he was hurt last year. Yeah. He's got to climb back up. Yeah, he does. Kyle Rudolph, I don't like Don't like Chris or Kirk Cousins. No, I'll stay away from him. I never – I don't think I've ever taken him on a fancy team. Ever. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph? Yeah. I don't think I ever had either. Yeah, I don't think he's ever down my roster. Don't think I read either. Jordan Reed can't stay healthy. I don't even know who the hell's throwing him the ball. Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, it's no problem. Don't matter if throwing the ball. He's going to get hurt. Um, Jimmy Graham. I think that's always decent value, even though Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem to find his tight ends when he can. 
It's Aaron Rodgers still. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's a he's a big body in the end zone that wasn't found too much last year, but maybe he is this year. Yeah, that's he's worth. He, he should be, but I think he's worth. I think he's one of the safer picks once you're past those first, you know, few tight ends in the draft. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, not much to talk about here when it comes to team defenses, but is your, the Bears got to be your favorite one. Yeah, just the way their special teams played last year, too. Yeah. You add in that and, and the defense, that they were they were unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the two things that really help with defenses is we want to try teams that are going to sack the quarterback and that are going to force turnovers and this Bears team is capable of doing both. 50 sacks last year, 27 interceptions on the season, and that defense is still one of the most talented defenses I've honestly ever seen. They're very much capable of putting up similar numbers to that. Yeah, I think I think they, they have to be the number one defense taken off the board. Um, but defenses, again, are also – Correct. There's, a, there's always a couple teams that come out of nowhere that put up crazy fantasy defense numbers. And so, I don't know. Defense is just weird. I think the Jets are the reach defense. If you're going to wait for your last pick for a defense, like you should, probably. Jets yeah. are still there. Grab them. Yeah, I don't take a defense before the last two rounds. No. Defense and kicker. Oh, kicker's always a crapshoot. I change my kicker every week, usually, unless you got Justin Tucker. Yeah, as you should. Unless you got Justin Tucker. Absolute legend. I had him last year, right? Yeah, I think he did. I think I did. It was nice. There's the MVP of your fantasy team. It's 15 points a week. That league still pissed me off last year. <laughs> All my leagues did. <laughs> lost so the semifinals in all three of my leagues. That's so tough. Yeah. It's a terrible week 15 in the NFL. Uh-huh. I got all the lines out for week one, and it's very intriguing. Oh, uh, I've seen them. It's actually kind of hilarious. They got the Giants line out for every single game right now. I'm serious. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Fandle's just really reaching out for people to bet football right now, I guess. No wow. need to. Um, well, I just week one are interesting. I'm actually looking forward to that. All right. Let's see. I know the Ravens are like minus three, I think, against the Dolphins. The Ravens, yeah, I think uh, I thought they were a little more than that. Right. Minus four and a half. Oh, wow, why not? Yeah, it was three and a half, I think. Giants are getting seven from Dallas. Wow, I think I like the seven with Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'll worry about that come week one. 
Ooh, I like this. I want to make a bet right now. <laughs> You're going to make a bet, and then whoever you bet, a quarterback's going like to snap the leg. Yeah, I'm looking at the name, the finalist bet, though, for the Super Bowl. I'm trying to find the odds of the Cowboys and Chargers. That's interesting. $10 bets when he made a grand. Wow. You're doing it, aren't you? Yeah. Hope <laughs> 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 oh, for the best. It's you 10 went, bucks. <laughs> you went dead quiet. You were, you were tapping away on your phone, bud. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, we're going to have to put that one in. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right. Um, let's see what prompts we have. Did the fun one. We did the win totals. We did what? Win totals and divisions last week, right? Yeah. We did MVP. Did we do it? Yeah. Uh, I got I got a list right here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10-11 that I want to go through. It's pretty much all player futures in their prop bets. I think some of this list is pretty good, but it starts with MVP. Too early to tell, but I'll take Andrew Luck plus 900. Wow, that's some, yeah, that's some solid value. Yeah, your favorite is Mahomes at plus 600. Who's after, who's after Luck? Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Then Breeze, Brady, Wines. What's Big Ben? Twenty nine to one. The best oh, wait, value. I feel, I feel like we. Ha- I feel like we, we might have talked about, about this. Yeah. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey's your first value. That's not a quarterback. Yeah. Right. Blow me. Thirty four to one. Um. Jesus. Offensive rookie of the year. I'm going to go Josh Jacobs in Oakland. Just because I think he's going to get the ball the most out of all these rookies. That's Kyler. Or big on Kyler. He's plus 195. The favorite. Yeah, I'm sure. Where the hell's my quarterback at? I don't think he has odds. He ain't going to play, bud. <laughs> He's the sixth pick in the draft. Oh, I thought, I thought oh talking, Daniel Jones, 42 to 1. I he was talking year. about Greer. Oh, well, Greer is 35 to 1. He's got better odds than Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. So. Oh, my God. There's that. <laughs> that is actually incredible. <laughs> The sixth pick in the draft <laughs> with Eli in front of him. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, Greer, better odds. How does that make any sense? Because uh, Greer's going to be starting in Carolina before Daniel Jones is starting in New York. <sighs> wow. That's something. Defensive Rookie of the Year, Nick Bosos. 
he might be the best defensive player in football four or five years down the road. <laughs> My family's just taking over the NFL. All right, now we go. Most passing yards. Mahomes plus 360, Matt Ryan plus 500, Andrew Big Big Ben plus 800. Yep. Sign me up. Oh, I can. All right. I see where this is going. You're going to be signing up with Ben a lot, and I'll be signing up with Andrew Luck a lot. Yeah. Most passing touchdowns. Uh, I might go Luck with that one. Luck's plus 420. Mahomes plus 360. Big Ben is 18 to 1. Yeah, I might go Luck with that. I think. Ben will have more yards than Luck, but I think Luck will have more touchdowns. I'll take a Luck on this one, too. Yeah. Most rushing yards. Uh, Saquon. Is he the favorite? Zeke's the favorite. Plus 300. Saquon's plus 400. What's Camara? Camara. Forty-four to one. Wow! There is a list of running backs that are more odds-on favorite to have more rushing yards than Alvin Kamara. Oh my God! I mean, a list: thirty-six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-two running backs ahead of him. Wow! <laughs> that's pretty wild. Well, no, it's wild. The one other running back that's forty-four to one with him. The respect he's getting, Lamar Miller. Oh, let's go. <laughs> go. Most rushing touchdowns, though. Alvin Kamara is the favorite at plus 800. Oh, how the hell does that make sense? I, I don't know. Because you know he's getting the ball at the goal line. Oh, time. yeah. That doesn't make sense, though. I like Melvin Gordon plus nine fifty. Pretty you know it doesn't hold out for most rushing touchdowns. Dude, what do you have last year? Like fifteen? Probably. I mean every Todd week. Girl, I think Todd Gurley went it with like seventeen, but Melvin Gordon had to be close. Dude, he, I had him and he yeah. got hurt. That's why I, my team shit the bed. Eighty yards to the house. <laughs> Just eighty yards to the house. Jesus. Uh, all time. Most receiving yards. It's so hard not to pick Julio. Yeah, it is. But. T.Y. maybe? Nah. Well, they'll spread it out a little more. Yeah, they got done. They also got Paris, Ca- Paris Campbell. Yeah, they did. Yeah. What? Was there another Raven draft? What? Campbell. What round was he drafted? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. First? Second? I mean, that offense is going to be so good. Yes, yeah, it's going to be so good. Going to be uh, fun to watch. Most receiving touchdowns. Juju. 
Well, that's, that makes sense. Yeah, Paris Campbell is a second rounder. Yeah. Juju. Yeah, Juju's going to be a beast. 16-1. Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hawkins, Travis Kelsey, and Antonio Brown all have better odds than Juju. Wow. See what the most sacks bears plus a thousand. That might be the best value, but plus a thousand. Is that the first? Are they like the favorite? Yeah, the Chargers, Rams, and Eagles are also all plus a thousand, though. Wow. That's a that's that's a little fun bet. That I actually like that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fun. But I think that's worth it. I think it is too. To be honest, you can put money on all those teams and one of them hits or got a decent payday coming. Yeah, that might be the move. And I very much think one of those is actually gonna hit. Jaguars, maybe, but they're the Jags. I'll find a way to fuck that up. Yeah. <laughs> what was your uh, Yankee bet tonight? My Yankee bet? I bet them to fucking win the game. It don't matter. Yeah, they're losing 7 3. Sorry. I got a parlay of the Astros winning, the Red Sox winning, which is looking very good right now. I got the Diamondbacks in there, too. I need them to win at home against the freaking O's. <laughs> That parlay pays out pretty nice too. It's like about a hundred bucks on a twenty-five dollar bet. So that's the main one. The eggs I just threw extra fifty spot on maybe. <laughs> oh boy! So, so they're not gonna lose back-to-back games. Um, <laughs> well, here we go. There we are. <laughs> Still got time. <laughs> That's fuckers. Who has the most sacks this year? Khalil Mack? Aaron Donald? Uh, JJ. I, JJ. Aaron Donald's plus 500. JJ's plus 750. Bob's plus 1,000. Khalil's plus 1,100. Go Where's the best value? Go on, JJ. Joey Bosa, 20 to 1, thinks of best value. That was, that's some good value right there. Mm. Almost went through all the props, unless you just want to go wild card teams, but all right, I'm just about to make the playoffs. Yeah. Although the Chiefs plus 420 as a wild card because they think they're going to win the division is probably nice. That is nice. As a wild card? Yeah. That is nice value. They were pretty much betting the Chargers to win the division with that. Yeah. But you get a little better value with it. I like that. Plus thirty five hundred for a team that goes sixteen and 
What'd you say? Plus thirty five hundred for a team to go sixteen and zero. Wow. There's no team I think that's capable of going sixteen and zero this year. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I pretty much went through all my props that FanDuel selling at us right now. And already made one. Ten to a thousand. <laughs> Chargers and boys. Oh, I know, bro. You went mute. Would <laughs> <laughs> be a big bet. Might throw another wow. ten on that, actually. Still, someone's feeling. Oh well, the Yankee game just went from seven to three to seven to five real quick too. Oh well. So they're coming back. All right, I got nothing else. What's up? Lemay here hit a two-run homer. It's back-to-back games. He's a beast. He's unreal. Um. Yeah, I got nothing else either. All right. Um, Next week we'll dig into the. Next week's going to be a lot of trade deadlines. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited now. I need the Yanks to make a move, and I need it to be Stroman. I talked myself into that big time. (laughs) Hopefully the Phils have made a move, too. And uh, they got Bryce. (laughs) That's their move. Hey, Bryce getting hot. He has been. At the right time. Good stuff. At the right time. Yes, sir. I'll say that. All right, Paul. We'll be back.